This is Conquering Columbus. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to a special New Year's episode of the Conquering Columbus podcast. This episode, we're going to be taking a look at all the highlights from our year in 2022. We're really excited. It's the first time we've done something like this. We're going to be uh, going back over some of our favorite episodes and some of our favorite moments from the show. Thanks so much for tuning in and enjoying these interviews. We've been doing it for a long time, but your support always matters. So thank you so much. Hope you're having a great New Year. Let's get right to the show. We decided to set this episode up in chronological order. So with our first episode for this show, early on in 2022, we got the chance to sit down with Gary Devener, CEO of ReAlpha, a company focused on democratizing, investing in real estate. And Gary had a ton of great insights on the show. But in particular, his answer to our classic question about living uncomfortably really stuck out with me. I mean, I have always lived on the edge of everything, right? You know, like I've never had a regular nine to five kind of life. See, I believe that, Ikigai, I don't know if you have heard of the term Ikigai. It's I've a Japanese it. term, you know, like, what are you passionate about? What can you, you know, like make money off of? And then, you know, what brings you joy, right? Creating new products and new technology is what, you know, is my Ikigai. So every year, you know, I will do some experiment at a personal level. Uh, last few months back, I became a vegan to, you know, experiment further. And so like that, you have to keep experimenting. See, one of the things that I'm fascinated about is a concept called as biohacking. I don't know if you have done any mm-hmm. interviews on your podcast. Uh, this is a movement you know, which is picking up momentum in Silicon Valley. How do you hack your body? So the futurist of uh, Google, he says that, you know, like our generation of people, we have an opportunity to live up to 130 years. Mm-hmm. So if you are going to live that long, you better find, you know, exciting stuff to do, right? Our next highlight is from episode 306 of Conquering Columbus with Matt Scantlin, founder and CEO of Ann Health and formerly co-founder and CEO of Cover My Meds, one of the most successful startups to ever come out of Columbus. And we've been trying to get Matt on the show for a while and he did not disappoint. Here he is talking about the importance of sustainability in your business and finding product market fit. It was fundamentally about going slow and saying, how can we make sure that we're doing things in a way that is going to make this business sustainable? You mentioned product market fit. Another great advantage of that was that by the time we were placing a huge bet, we already knew that the company was going to work. And whereas had we gone out and we said, we're going to go all in on, on that first product, let's say maybe we raised some money on it before we actually had any customers, we actually would have had an obligation really to ride that thing to the ground. And so we were able to be relatively flexible and and to really see the reality as it was Mm -hmm. and to say, this is okay. We're even able to make some customers happy, but is this what we want to dedicate a decade of our lives to? A couple of weeks later, I got the chance to talk with Ernest Levert Jr., founder of the Royal Oak Initiative, which provides mentorship and community through chess, I'm a huge chess fan, and I had a great time talking with Ernest, so listen in as he talks about the difference between dreaming and planning. I'm a dreamer. Yeah. What I'm learning in this season of life is the difference between dreaming and planning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dreaming mm-hmm. is just having the, the destination in mind. Right. Planning is booking the ticket, figuring out where, the, where you're going to be staying, figuring out travel expenses, buying snacks, make sure you got gas money, knowing who's going to be. Like, all of that mm-hmm. is what I'm having to do now. Yep. <laughs> and but nothing happens without the dream to start. That's the thing. Yeah, you got to know where you're going. Yeah. You, or else you'll never get there. Unless you just like, give me the first ticket. And that's quite an interesting lifestyle. A couple weeks after we got the chance to talk with Ernest, we got another chance to talk with someone who is very likely one of the smartest people in Columbus, Dr. Xenia Call, CEO and Chief Scientific Officer at Reheva Biosciences. And during the show, 
She spent some time speaking about how cancer works and why we can't really find the cure for cancer. How does a normal cell during the normal cause of aging convert into a cancer cell? So what really triggers in a normal cell that converts it into a cancerous cell? So I was involved in really understanding that pathways, those mechanisms. And now that we know, and it's very well documented that cancer is such a multifaceted disease that multiple pathways are involved, multiple genes are involved. And I truly believe that's why that no single drug is really going to be that treatment for cancer. It will really need that multidisciplinary, multiple cancer drug approach if we were going to manage the disease. Several weeks after we spoke with Dr. Call, we got to bring in our very own editor and friend, Andy Miller, onto the show to talk about how he got into sound engineering and what his company, Waveforms, is all about. We asked Andy about what he enjoyed most outside of editing Conquering Columbus, obviously, and this was his answer. Music production, songwriting, and sound design. Those are sort of my three areas that give me the most satisfaction when I'm working on those things. It's really cool too, because you can, I'll get a piece of material, piece of video content. The client is super happy and they love the way it looks. And then it comes to me to do the finishing work. I put all my sound design behind it, fill in the sonic space to create a world that is missing because you're only using one part of your senses visually. So I create the other half of that. People don't expect the level of detail that's involved with sound design. And then they get to hear it. And they're like, oh my God, this is even better than we expected. So it's really cool to see that payoff. From there, we move on to episode number 320 in our conversation with Joanna Pinkerton, president and CEO of CODA. We spoke about how they kept their buses running during COVID and what the future of travel looks like here in Columbus. So listen in as she talks about what travel might look like here in the future. So we're developing a 13-county traffic management observation system with artificial intelligence. And if that sounds scary to people listening, we are not spying on you, I promise. It's all anonymized. But for the geeks in the world who understand transportation and public infrastructure, there's all these like formulas that go into like figuring out how traffic works. Well, those are all based on history. And we're trying to figure out what's going on right now, like cell phone data, credit card data, tweets. And so it's been done in one other place in Las Vegas, but it did not include transit. So so here it's going to include transit and it allows us to understand where congestion is happening, where an accident's happening. Most importantly, where an accident might happen so you could prevent it. Hey everybody, Mike here. We're going to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, One Columbus. And we are very excited to partner with One Columbus. They really, really share the same vision as us here at the Conquering Columbus podcast, which is really building up the Columbus region to be one of the most prosperous regions in the United States. And One Columbus serves as the business location resource for companies across central Ohio and around the world as those companies grow, innovate, and compete within the global economy. And they help us lead a regional growth strategy that develops and attracts the world's most competitive companies, it grows a highly adaptive workforce, and prepares our communities for the future, inspiring innovation across the board. Their mission really is just ensuring the Columbus region is a vibrant place to build businesses and careers. So again, we really appreciate all of their support. You want to learn more about them, go check out their website, columbusregion.com. That's columbusregion.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll be right back into the episode. Following up, Joanna was another influential woman of Columbus, Emily Quickschreiber. We spoke with her on episode 322 of Conquering Columbus about the Matriots, a PAC committed to supporting, endorsing, and encouraging women candidates for office here in Ohio. And here she is talking about why she decided to work with the Matriots. I recognized in the social justice movement through the work that we did with COVID that 
there's more to do in the state of Ohio. There's more to help Ohio. And I looked at my three kids. They're all girls, right? And I thought, how can I help change the world for you so that you don't have to be in a space like this where I am today or where people before me are or where we are currently. And so I took a big leap and responded to a job posting on social media for this job. Mm-hmm. I knew about the Matriots. I had heard about them. I was a Matriots member Uh, I joined in 2019, but it was not even kind of in the realm of what I was going to do. But I said, you know, the way I can, I think, affect change for the state of Ohio and for my own kids is to do this. Episode number 329 of Conquering Columbus brought in another leader in the fast blooming pharmaceutical industry here in Columbus, Dr. Luis Rodino Claypock, EVP and CSO at Sarepta. One of the things that stands out about her journey is she has spent her entire career here in Columbus. Check out this clip from our interview where she discusses exactly that. Multiple times I was told you sh- you need to go to a different city or another institution. So after you graduate, you should go somewhere else to do your fellowship. After you do your fellowship, you should go to another city to do your uh, faculty. And I stayed here the whole time and I've been successful. I'm not saying that's for everyone, but you don't have to listen to people and you could find your own path and just love what you're doing. I know that's not easy for everyone and I feel grateful that I can do say that, but that's what I would uh, recommend. As we approach the latter half of the year, I got the chance to chat with Thomas McClure, founder of Fashion Week Columbus, and I'll be the first to admit, I'm not the most fashionable person walking through Columbus, but I enjoyed the chance to talk with Thomas and learn more about our fashion community. Here he is talking about how Fashion Week Columbus got its start. So spending a lot of time in that space with a a lot of models, a lot of different personalities, a lot of actors as well, because it was a full service agency Mm -hmm. and voiceover artists too. In 2010... I had some models come in and just were asking, hey, do we have any like runway shows you can book us for? And at the time, the only runway show we really had was Highball Halloween, mm-hmm. which I love Highball, by the way. Yeah. And that's coming up at the end of the month, too. You know, it's a great couture costume contest festival for two days. It's amazing. And I've actually judged a few times uh, as nice. well. But what we didn't have was an industry related fashion show. And that usually is Fashion Week. And a lot of major cities have Fashion Week because it's industry-related. It really spotlights the designers and the Mm -hmm. talent. And it doesn't just showcase theater of artistry. It's really a marketing piece. It's really a tool that designers will use to get to the next level and the next step and to get buyers, to get people interested in their brand. After that, Josh got the chance to sit down with Vamsi Kora, founder and CEO of Gothi Analytics. I was struck by a segment where Vamsi is talking about the importance of incentivizing his team the right way and why Gothi Analytics had such low turnover. So tune in here and listen. You know, one of the things that I always uh, hold dear to my heart and, and, you know, where with, you know, on my sleeve with a pride is we have almost uh, near zero attrition during these uh, extremely difficult uh, situations of uh, holding on to talent, so to speak. You know, we all hear about all kinds of fancy names about how companies are losing their uh, top talent. Uh, We were able to keep this almost near zero compared to any other competitor, primarily because we take care of people very well, we empower them. And also, uh, as importantly, uh, I treated, uh, you know, the the core of the team as my partners uh, and we incentivize them when the acquisition happened, I brought along a whole bunch of uh, core team along with me and incentivized them and made them part of that success. Even though nothing was ever written on the piece of paper, I always held this notion that um, a winner takes all kind of attitude in, in a capitalistic society, that one part should change because almost guaranteed, I haven't met a single human being who is as genius as you know having to own 100 million plus or more uh, equity in the company and, and walking away with that kind of money. It's always team. 
and uh, it's not good enough for us to say that as a as a you know cheesy thing to say i think we we have an opportunity to walk the talk and and that part makes me very proud that uh, i was able to do that we've heard from some great episodes today but i knew i wanted to end this highlight with a snippet of our recent conversation with chris and laura cook founders of positive foundry they provide mindset and life coaching as a service for businesses and their outlook and thoughts on how mindset impacts our performance really hit home with josh and i So listen in as they talk on the importance of having a growth mindset and how that impacts your day to day. Having a growth mindset, like, okay, we haven't learned everything. We're not perfect. We're always continuing to get better. Mm -hmm. And so just that growth mindset, it's like that's foundational to everything that we do is Mm -hmm. you have to start with the mindset of that we can continue to learn and grow. We're not fixed. And uh, sometimes we we feel like we are and you got to catch yourself. Yeah, or we feel like other people are. Mm -hmm. So we can quickly find ourselves thinking that other people are set exactly the way they are. But everyone is learning, growing, changing all the time. So there you have it. It was incredibly difficult to pick out just these highlights for our end of the year episode. And there were so many other great guests in 2022. You know, it's funny when Josh and I first started doing the show, my dad, uh, he's from New York City. So cut him some slack. And dad, hi there, if you happen to be listening. He asked if we'd even have enough people to keep it going for very long. And here we are, 342 episodes in, and there's still so many stories out there to learn from and so many great people that we haven't had the chance to talk to yet. So if you know anybody right, that we should talk to, go ahead and reach out to us. You can send me an email, mike at conqueringcolumbus.com. Thanks so much for joining and supporting us by tuning in. Happy New Year, and let's make 2023 the best year ever for Columbus. Columbus.